0: This evening, we are looking at the topic of what's so unique about Christianity. What's so unique about Christianity? We have looked earlier at what's so unique about the Bible, what's so unique about Jesus. And this evening, we are looking at what's so unique about Christianity. Now, a lot of people think that all religions are the same, that uh, all roads lead to Rome, as it were. And uh, this is... uh, now. Quite fashionable for people today. Nobody wants to speak about uniqueness. They will say, hey, we must be tolerant for one another because anyway, all religions teach about good and we must learn how to do good because that's what uh, life is all about. How you can do good and make this world a better place. No, that's not true. That's not true. We must recognize that all religions are not the same. All roads do not lead to Rome. And as we learned about the uniqueness of Jesus, Jesus said He is the way, the truth, and the life. So let me first of all, as an introduction, share with you that there are basically four types of religion. There are basically four types of religion. The first one is paganism, the second is moralism. The third is spirituality, and the fourth is improvement. Now let me explain this to you. The first you know, type of religion, paganism, will teach: make sacrifices to the gods and goddesses, and they will keep you safe. Okay, it's like the appeasement of the gods, you know. So you have your idols, you have your gods and goddesses, you do your you know, sacrifices to these. You know, Uh, idols and then they will keep you safe. The second uh, type, moralism teaches obey the rules and regulations and God will be happy and not punish you. It's a question of doing right and wrong. There are laws that are there, good moral laws. As long as you are a good moral person, then you will get to heaven because that's what it is all about. You can follow any religion, but as long as you are a good moral person, God will accept you. Third type of religion teaches, forget about the problems of this life. Learn to be more spiritual, meditate and rise above it, you know, that is more of, you know, be a monk or, you know, be an ascetic, you know, go up to the mountains or, you know, try and get into meditation. Forget all that is happening here. Everything that is happening here is all maya, that's spirituality. (laughs) The fourth is the improvement. Be good, work hard to make this world a better place. Life is what you make of it. So make sure that you're living a good life, do good to others so that this world can be a better place. Now. I wonder if you are thinking about Christianity and finding out whether it will fit into any of these. Some people will say that Christianity is a combination of all these four. No, no, not at all. The Bible is not speaking about making sacrifices to God. The Bible is not saying if you obey rules, God will be happy. The Bible is not saying you must just cut yourself off from society and just sit and meditate. The Bible is also not speaking about your job is to make this world a better place because this world is going to be removed. This is not the final destination. This is not Christianity. What is Christianity then? What is the uniqueness of Christianity? Why Christianity is unique? (laughs) What makes Christianity unique? Christianity is unique among all the religions of the world because Christianity is truly not a religion. Christianity is truly not a religion. What are religions? Religions are human attempts to make our lives right with God through our good works, sacrifices, rituals, or money. Whereas Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is not man's attempts to reach God. Oftentimes, I will give you this illustration if you are. Thumb is, uh, represents man, and this finger, forefinger represents God. No matter how hard man tries to reach up to God, that's what religion is all about. Do this, do this, do this, then you can reach up to God. It does not really work. But the beauty of Christianity is about God entering human history so graciously to save men and women. Through what Jesus has done for us on the cross. So it is not man's attempts to reach God, but what God has done for man. So Christianity is not about what we do as human beings in order to please God, but rather it is about what God has done for us so that we can have a relationship with Him. That's what Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9 says For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, not from yourselves. This is not of your good works. No amount of our good works can satisfy God because the Bible says all our righteousness is as filthy rags because when you're thinking about total holiness, even one dark spot is sin. But the Bible says Christianity speaks about God's gift to us, okay? So that is the basic, basic difference, if you were to say between christianity and other religions because christianity is not a religion it's not our efforts to reach up to god but it is what god has done for us in christ by sending jesus to die on the cross for us and as we respond to that free gift of salvation we have a, a relationship it's not a list of do's and don'ts but we now have a relationship with god thirdly how is christianity unique how is christianity unique. While Christianity may share some good thoughts and good spiritual ideas with other religions, definitely there are a lot of claims of Christianity which are unique, which is not present in any of the other religions. Number one, Christianity is based on the literal, physical resurrection of Jesus. It's based on the literal, physical resurrection of Jesus. That is the foundation, if you were to say. That's the uniqueness. There's no other religion, there's no other religious leader who has died and come back to life again. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, (coughs) verses 3 to 4, Paul says, For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, He was buried, he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. No other religion is based on the literal resurrection of its founder. That's a unique point in Christianity. Christianity is based on the resurrection of Jesus. Second, unique thing in Christianity is its view of God. Christianity is the only faith that teaches that there is one God who exists in three persons the Father, the Son, and the holy spirit now do you find this in the great commission Go to all the world you know preach the gospel make disciples baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit three persons but still one unique god that is unique in christianity thirdly christianity is also unique in its authority the bible as we studied earlier is a unique book a book that speaks full of authority. 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17 says, All scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. The Bible is God breathed book to us. No other book, no, no other religious book has this type of an authority. Number four, Christianity is unique in its impact. The church approximately began in AD 33 in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. And on that one day, there were only 120 people who were gathered in the upper room. But that day, 3000 people were added. A few days later, 5000 people were added. And within the next couple of years, the church began to spread. Different missionary journeys were taken, different, different places they went. And by the 21st century, it has become the world's largest religion, continues to make an impact in spite of individuals down through all these years who have tried to knock off Christianity, who have tried to persecute Christians so that Christians would cease to exist. But Christianity continues to make an impact. And fifthly, Christianity is unique in its teachings regarding salvation. All other religious systems requires works in order to receive eternal life. Some will speak about karma, some will speak about your good deeds and your bad deeds. If your good deeds outweigh the bad deeds, then you will get into heaven. Some would say there is no such thing as afterlife, you know, it is only this life. But Christianity is unique in its teaching about salvation. The Bible teaches that salvation is by faith alone in Jesus Christ apart from any works. John 3.16 speaks about it where it says, God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever will believe in him will be saved, will not perish, but have eternal life. Ephesians 2.8 and 9 also speaks about it. it is not our good works that save us. It is because of Christ's death on the cross for us. Number four, what separates Christianity from other religions? What separates Christianity from other religions? Number one, every other religion teaches us to earn our way to God, to earn our way to God. Hinduism would speak about your karma. Muslim will speak about, you know, your good works that you need to do, the fivefold path, as it were. All religions will speak about this is what you need to do so that you can win the favor of God. God is angry. If you do this, 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 then he will be happy with you. But the Bible says in Romans chapter 5 and verse 8, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The Bible doesn't say you first reform yourself, you first become good, then I will die for you. No, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That is unique. So we are not, God is not asking you first change yourself, you first come close to me, then I will think about accepting you. know, the Bible says when we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And, uh, that is unique. Number two, other religions have systems of rules to appease their God, whereas Christianity is a relationship with God. Other religions have a list of things to do and not to do. Some religions will call them as laws, some of them will call them as pillars, you know, and these are things that people will say, if you do this, then you have hopes about getting into heaven. You know? No rules you know, for us sinner, you know, to get into heaven. Christ has already paid the price for us. Our job is to receive it as a free gift. Psalm 145 verses 18 and 19 tells us, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and he saves them. The Lord is near to all who call on him. Remember when Jesus died on the cross, there were two thieves, you know, hanging you know, on either side. You know. One of them responded to God, one of them did not refuse refuse to respond to God. God is near, but it depends on what are you going to do with what God is willing, has offered for you. If we still say, no, no, I must be a little better, I must do this good, I must, you know change. If I change like this, I like like this, like this, if I do all these good things, then God will be happy. No, none of our good works is definitely get, going to get us close to God. It is what God has done for us. And when we respond to him, then he helps us to do those good works. On our own, it is not possible. Remember, I mentioned to you, no matter how hard you try and push your thumb towards your finger, it is not going to reach up. But when God himself stretches down, reaches out to us, then we have a a relationship. We have a relationship that is unique in Christianity. No other religion will speak about calling God our father. They will speak about God being so way up there, he can never really come anywhere close to him. But the uniqueness of Christianity is that we can come close to him. We can call him our father. We are his children. We have a relationship. Which is so very beautiful number three no other religion has an empty tomb no other religion who has an m has an empty tomb every other major religious leader is dead people have been looking for jesus body for thousands of years and they've still not found him with all the advancements in scientific technology no one has been able to solve this mystery even in the world of science The tomb is empty. The body is not hidden. It will never be found. Why? Because Jesus rose again from the dead. Remember in Matthew's gospel, chapter 28 and verse 6, we are reminded of the truth where the angel said, he is not here. He has risen just as he said. We are serving a living, risen Savior. We are not serving a a leader who gave some good teachings and died and that was the end of it. No, we are serving one who lived and died and rose again for us. Number five, <laughs> number five, let's look at some, Christ- uh, now, let's look at uh, some uh, belief systems, which is unique in Christianity, Christianity's unique belief system, number one. Christianity is the only belief system that relies on a book that can be proven to be divine rather than human in its origin. And this is the the Bible. Christianity is the only belief system that relies on this book, the Bible, and says that this is divine. This is not human in origin. Other religions have their religious books that were written by their religious leaders, their gurus. But Christianity is the only belief system that says this Bible is God's Word. And the Bible has stronger manuscript support than any other work of classical literature. We have more copies of the original uh, manuscript of the Bible today than of any of these Roman uh, literature like Homer or Plato or Aristotle or Caesar and Tacitus we have more manuscripts of the bible than these manuscripts which proves that you know the bible is authentic bible has stood the test of time and as we uh, when we looked at the uniqueness of the the bible we saw also how more than you know, 40 different writers over 1600 years you know in three different languages on three continents wrote on a different different subjects you know but still, all of them speak of one, speak of one. Jesus is the central theme of the Bible. This is something that is unique. So, this is a, you know, a proven fact, and the Bible has stood the test of time. Christianity is the only belief system that relies on a book that can be proven to be <laughs> divine rather than human in its origin. Secondly, Christianity is the only belief system that claims its leader is the son of God and can provide evidence to support the claim. We looked at this again when we looked at the uniqueness of Jesus, the leader who said he is God and he proved himself with that. Jesus performed a lot of miracles, isn't it? And he even raised the dead. The character of Christ speaks volumes, he says, you know who can point out any sin in me, sinless individual. His entrance into this world was unique, isn't it, the conception of Jesus? His death was unique, you know. He freely, willingly offered himself up. And the uniqueness definitely of Jesus is the fact that not only he died, but he also rose again, proving that he is God. No individual can just say, I will die and rise again. They can make claims, but the fact that he rose again you know, certifies that claim that he is indeed God. That's definitely a unique belief that as Christians we have. Number three, Christianity is the only belief system that provides an adequate explanation of the human condition and allows you to be honest about your own spiritual condition. It is the only belief system that provides an active Adequate explanation of the human condition. We look at the world around us. We look at all the sin that is there. We look at how society is you know, going downhill, and we may say, "What is happening to this world?" Christianity is the only belief system that gives an answer to this question. Many claim that society is improving and advancing. You know, we think that we have become you know more modern. But look at how much evil is on the increase. The murders, the rapes, the killings, and you know, you know, the corruption, the bribery, you know, the hate, you know, there's so much of evil that is present in this world. Other religions will say that there is something we must do to please or to appease God. You know, if we try and become better, you know, then, you know, things will change. No, the Bible is very clear. It doesn't beat around the bush. Romans chapter 3 and verse 23 says, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Christianity is the only belief system that provides the adequate explanation. Why is man like this? Sin entered into the world. We speak about Adam and Eve in the scriptures. We speak about how sin entered into the world. And because of one man's sin, everyone who is born into this world has that sinful nature. And because of that sinful nature, Out of himself comes all this evil. That's what the Bible tells us. This is a good explanation, the only adequate explanation of why man behaves like he does today. But not only does it give an adequate explanation, number four, Christianity is the only belief system that offers a remedy outside of and completely independent of any human effort. It not only really tells you, okay, you are like this because of the sinful nature, but it also offers a, a remedy. And it's only when a person recognizes that he or she is a sinner that he would recognize a savior. If a person thinks he's pretty good, he doesn't need any help, he is not going to recognize the remedy that God has already given to us in Christ. It's like a person who has fallen into a well. Now he may Think you know, I can come out myself, I can climb this, I can climb that or you may say, nothing is wrong with me. I'm just in this well. But it is only when he recognizes, hey, look, I need to come out of this well. And then he looks up at somebody who has put his hand to lift him up. And that's the imagery of Jesus, the savior who lifts us up from this pit of sin. The Bible does not offer us a self-improvement plan to help us to climb to higher levels, okay? It is like you know the other religious leaders can hang around the well and say, hey, look at that notch over there, you look at that step over there, if you take this step, this step, this step, you'll be able to come up. Those are only instructions. But Christianity speaks about how Jesus came down, lifted us up from that pit of sin and took us out from there. The Bible teaches us that human condition is so helpless that uh, nothing less than a perfect savior could really help us romans chapter 5 and verse 8 says for when we were yet without strength powerless to save christ died for us so the scripture is unique your christianity is unique not only does it give an explanation it also offers the remedy and then number five christianity is the only belief system that guarantees an instantaneous change in our status with God and a permanent acceptance by God called eternal life. Once you have recognized who we are as a sinner, once you have recognized what Jesus has done for us and we respond to him, accept that gift of salvation, Christianity is the only belief system that says, okay, I've taken you from sin into righteousness. Remember, we are not inching our way to eternal life. The Bible says if you believe in him, you have eternal life. The Bible tells us if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature, brand new species, instantaneous change in our status and an acceptance with God. That is so unique, isn't it? All the other religions are not sure about what will happen after they die. But the Bible gives us that guarantee. If you have believed in Jesus, accepted what Christ has done for you on the cross, then it says you have eternal life. Eternal life has already started. The very life of God comes inside and lives in you, and that life goes on after you die. But if you have not responded to Christ, then you're still unsure about what is going to happen to you after you die. (laughs) Okay. So the sixth one is, what's so amazing about grace? Okay. Now we have seen so far that uh, the uniqueness of Christianity is about God's grace. It is not about what we can do or want to do or is willing to do so that God will accept us. All the other religions basically speak about that. You do good, you be good, you push yourself, you give up these things, you do these sacrifices, then God will be pleased with you. But no amount of our goodness can please God because God is all good and no amount of good that we can do can qualify to be totally good. It is only Christianity that dares to make God's love unconditional. Christianity is unique in that tenet said God loves every individual unconditionally. In that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That is what grace is all about. During a British conference on comparative religions, experts from around the world debated what if any belief was unique to the Christian faith, they began elim- eliminating possibilities, incarnation other religions had different versions of gods appearing in human form. Resurrection, again, other religions had accounts of, you know, maybe, you know, returning from death in terms of the reincarnation, but that is different from resurrection. The debate went on for some time until C.S. Lewis wandered into the room. What's the Rumpus about, he asked, and he heard in reply that his colleagues were discussing Christianity's unique contribution among world religions. And this is how Lewis responded. He said, oh, that's easy. It's grace. After some discussion, the conferees had to agree. The notion of God's love coming to us free of charge, no strings attached, seems to go against every instinct of humanity. The Buddhist Eightfold Path The Hindu doctrine of karma, the Jewish covenant, the Muslim code of law, each of these offers a way to earn approval. It is only Christianity that dares to make God's love unconditional. Aware of our inbuilt resistance to grace, Jesus talked about it often. He described a world which is totally infused with God's grace, where the sun shines on people good and bad, where birds gather seeds freely, neither plowing or harvesting to earn them, where untended wildflowers burst into bloom on the rocky hillsides. Like a visitor from a foreign country who notices what the natives overlook, Jesus saw grace everywhere, yet he never analyzed or defined grace and almost never used the word instead he communicated grace through stories we know as parables so jesus when he was here on earth he showed us his grace isn't it and the ultimate grace was showed when he died on the cross for us we didn't deserve it we didn't deserve that someone else should take our place grace somebody has put it as god's riches at christ's expense What's so amazing about it? Uniqueness, isn't it? No other religion offers that. Christianity is the only faith that says this is what Christ has done for you. You and I only have to respond to it, accept it. It's a free gift. So this evening, if you're still trying to somehow reach up to God, now you're still trying to push your thumb up so that you can reach up to that finger, it's not going to be possible. Stop your trying start trusting what God has already done for you on the cross. Accept the free gift of salvation and say, Lord, I accept you into my life. Change me. And the Bible speaks about that instant transformation inside out. He will put his Holy Spirit into our lives. And then that will be a new uh, uh, strength within us to live the type of life God wants us to live. Let's bow our heads in prayer together.